Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Every Week I'm 30. My name is AJ Hall, and this week I am feeling accomplished. Well, accomplished might be too strong of a word. Um, Well, we'll keep it that way. It'll stick. So, uh, this is the podcast where I do a quick recording every week, or sometimes a long recording, about my life, the world, the way things the way I see things, uh, and my transition into being a 31-year-old man from being a 30-year-old man. Today, I'm actually going to talk about some older man things, or not older man, but, uh, you know, things relating to my age. So first off, this week, I, I found out a millennial is somebody who's 18 through 30, who was 18 through 34 in that age range in 2015, which is a pretty big swing. So I, I'm a millennial, which I did know, but I wouldn't have guessed like a third, somebody who's like 35 or 36 now could also be a millennial. So, you know, there's that. Um, but part of this thing, getting a little bit older, taking better care of myself or supposedly uh, because, you know, nothing lasts forever. I used to be, like, super-duper skinny all growing up. Didn't even really have to work for it. And now that I'm a little older, I'm, I'm rounding out a little bit. But uh, doing what I can to fight that. One of the ways I'm doing that right now is with one of my roommates. We are tracking beers drank per miles drank or per, per miles run. Uh, and that's a tally that goes for the full week. So, first week we did it, I think I had drank 45 beers and ran something like 7 miles or something like that, which was pretty shocking to me. Uh, I had kind of been leaning up to that. We'd been like, how many beers do you think we drink a week? And I couldn't really ballpark it. I mean, I, I guess I could, but w- with my job, I, I work selling beer, it seems like Everybody's always having a beer. There's always opportunity to drink a beer. But uh, kind of putting it on the board made me realize that's a terrific amount of beer. So cut it back for the following week to 37 miles and then like, uh, no, 37 beers and like four miles. And then this week I have run zero miles, but I have only drank 17 beers and all in all, I feel honestly like less bloated than I think I normally would at this stage uh, in the game, which is, I like it. We'll see where this keeps going. Hopefully next week it'll be some running involved, you know, get that back up. Uh, I don't know. I never really thought about fitness too much, like growing up and stuff. I played a couple sports, but not really. I was homeschooled, so couldn't really do that. And I lifted for a couple years, uh, did like weightlifting for a couple years before I moved out to California from like, you know, 2022 to right before I moved out here, uh, before I turned 25. So I don't know. You want to do these things and it's definitely a lifestyle choice, but it's sometimes hard, especially I find with my job, uh, 
like I said, I sell beer, but I have weird hours and I'm going always going in and out of restaurants and things like that. I'm selling and sometimes I have to work late. It's a mess. And I realize a lot of these problems can be solved or people say they can by waking up very early. And people are like, I just wake up at 4 a.m. I like it. My time is my time. And I guess, ah, shit, it looks like something like that is going to have to happen. But that sounds truly awful. I hate waking up super early. It sucks. What else is an older thing? Oh, I, I've i been trying to express to Kate recently kind of how goofy I find some dudes, like their whole outfits. And mostly it's because I'm seeing like these dudes who are in their deeper 30s or lower 40s. I mean, really any age, but like when you definitely look like an old dude. And these guys dress aggressively young they're dressing these people are solidly outside the millennial demographic and dressing like hardcore millennials and i don't know how to feel about it i mean one it's you know their fucking body their choice i guess but on on a whole nother level it's just like offensive it's not offensive it just seems like they're posers you know, it's like they are modeling the fashion. You want to be fashion forward or whatever. But I just figure as like a 40-year-old man, maybe in 40 fucking years, you could have gotten an original concept yourself and put a spin on it and not dressed like, you know, the 22-year-old kid who gets to buy everything on his, on his fucking parents' credit card. Like, just show like some originality. And to me, it's to a certain extent, when guys are copying this like, Older guys are copying like this, this younger steez. It almost feels to me like they might as well be wearing like, you know, like acid wash jeans in Reebok, Reeboks, like white Reeboks. And just like, I don't know, like a branded shirt that they got for free at the company picnic or something. To me, it's almost as bad. It's, it's similarly like almost zero effort, you know. I, I'm I'm kind of describing like what a, a typical Midwest dad might be wearing on one side, but like that's because he doesn't give a shit and he just like threw some together. I I posit to, to you, I mean that while these older dudes who dress like younger dudes, they do care. I think they care about their image. They don't want to be seen as this frumpy old dude. But that's where all their efforts stop. They're like, oh, I don't really have anything going for me. I have to dress like I'm 23 again so people don't think I'm an old man. Instead of doing something that's you that shows like, hey, I'm old, but this is a style 40 years in the making. I mean, I'm not Mr. Fashionista over here. I wear a lot of pretty basic shit. Uh, Not really. But I mean, fuck you anyways. I am a millennial, so I still get to dress like that. Uh, Technically, I'm in the same demographic as 18-year-olds. So, you know, no big deal there. What else? Uh, I got a little story for you. I could do a story of today and a story of yesterday. Or yesteryear, I think I was calling them. So, this past week, I decided to eat a cheesesteak on Monday. Specifically from this place called Booze. And there's two locations here in LA. I went to the one in Los Feliz. I'd been hearing great things about this spot and that it was pretty authentic, like authentic 
Philly cheesesteaks. So I wanted to check it out. Uh, I went with a friend of mine, Terry. If you listen to Hop Radio, Terry was on, on that show a little bit ago. Uh, but anyways, I went with Terry and we decided for like uh, safety's sake, we were only going to split one sandwich instead of eating a whole Philly cheesesteak to our, to each of ourselves. Because I figured that would cause like some serious sleepy time and just feeling awful. And I had the rest of the day to get through. So we split, we get half cheese whiz, half American cheese. And then they put salt and pepper on there too. So I had a quarter of a sandwich of cheese whiz and a quarter of American cheese. And it was heavenly. Uh, I've never been, well, I think I've been to Pennsylvania, never been to Philadelphia, never spent any time there. But I had to imagine like this, I would hope this sandwich is a repre- representative. If I go to Philly, I, I hope the sandwiches would only get better from there. But this was a fucking solid sandwich. I loved it. I, I was in absolute bliss, almost a poised, coital glow after eating the sandwich. Like, I love beef. I love cheese. I love salt. It's all right there for me. I hop in the car, feel a little tired afterwards, but that's to be expected from the amount of fat, like saturated fats and, you know, salt that I was consuming. Make a little stop on my way home, get home, feel a little tired on the way home. And this is like out of nowhere. I had not hung over anything like that. I had plenty of energy before the sandwich. Start getting a little more sleepy and sleepy, want to kind of lay down. And then all of a sudden I start getting very dizzy and like horrible stomach pains and nauseous. And, you know, some things were trying to move. Not a lot of things were moving. And then, like, I get hit, and I'm freezing cold. I have to wear multiple layers. I have Kate bring me in an extra blanket, and I thought I had the flu, and I was going to have to call off work the other day. Like, I felt sick as shit, and it all came on within 15 fucking minutes. I felt like I was going to die. Well, not that bad. And then, like, 30 minutes later, it all went away. Talked to Terry the next day. She also had a similar experience, uh, like, straight fetal position from that sandwich, and I talked to my buddy who recommended the spot. And he was like, obviously, he's never gotten sick. And the reviews, I'm sure, are fine. And he was like, oh, you should call them. And I really, yeah, because I should probably call them. Because I, I was wondering if it's pro- maybe not even anything that's their fault. That beef was cooked thoroughly, I assure you. It even had some little crispy pieces, which I really get down for. So who, maybe it was a bad can of Whiz. I like a compromised can of Whiz. I don't know. And I guess a story from yesteryear, if you want to hear a pretty good yesteryear story, one of the first times I took a trip with my dad, we flew out to uh, the Carolines. I think, uh, my grandmother lives in North Carolina. I think that's where we had the family reunion uh, on my dad's side, that is. So we go out there and we're doing this big drive. Oh, no. Now I remember what it was. We drove from New York to Rhode Island or taking to Connecticut to see, no, it was Rhode Island. We drove down from New York to Rhode Island to see my dad's older br- oldest brother uh, become ordained as a minister. So when we were driving down there, m- driving down with some cousins that I'm meeting kind of just for the first time, 
We stop at a Chinese restaurant, and for some, I don't know how fucking old I was, maybe like seven or some, uh, maybe, I think I was nine, like nine or ten. For some reason, I decided I didn't like Chinese food, I didn't want Chinese food, and I get a cheeseburger at this Chinese place, and go to town on it, everything's fine. Lo and behold, start puking like crazy in the backseat of the car like 30 minutes later. And that's when I learned you don't uh, eat burgers at Chinese restaurants. Just a, a bad idea there. That's the story of today and the story of yesteryear. Haven't done one of those in a little bit. I got another story as well. But I think I'm going to save it. But I'm going to let you know right now, next week or next episode, I'm going to be talking about Marley the dog. Uh, Marley the dog is a feature around my neighborhood. I'll just give you a little introduction right now. I don't know who the fuck owns this dog. I An old neighbor told me that Marley, he's a little scrappy mutt, like super tiny. Uh, my old neighbor told me that Marley was owned by an older lady who lived up the street, but he had been pretty much kind of like adopted or is like in foster care with a family that lives down the hall from me in my apartment building. And Marley is a character to say the least. Uh, in recent years, he's calmed down. I mean, shit, I, I've lived out here for almost six years, so he's got to be pretty fucking old now. But that motherfucker has a mouth with him, never showed any respect. Like, if you pull up on him in the streets, because he'll just walk around in the streets like he owns the whole place, you roll up on this motherfucker, he'll be sitting in the middle of the street and, like, will not get up until, like, you're about to run him over. It's crazy. But I got a bunch of Marley stories. I think I'd rather save those for next time. Uh, yeah, we're just going to be wrapping up just as a marker uh, for where this is. This is Saturday, April 30th. Uh, lots been going on. I think in the Republican presidential, uh, Don, Donald J. Trump is now over 1,001 delegates. And everything's going to go down this Tuesday. Indiana and a few other states are this Tuesday. And it's literally what Ted Cruz and uh, John Kasich, these next couple states, had been kind of hoping for to keep pushing this contested convention. And both of them have been looking insane on the news lately, so desperate and so angry that people are questioning why they're in this race when they clearly can't win. It's uh, It makes for great TV, folks. I, I really... I wonder a little bit, like, people are like, oh, people are going to look back at this and how ridiculous everything was. And, yeah, this has been a pretty buck-wild. It's been a, a pretty buck-wild election cycle, but I feel like it's always been the case, right? I mean, Reagan was an actor. And then we have, like, a million years of Bushes and George W., like, the son of a president, and Obama, first black president, there's always going to be a story, folks, with with the presidential race. So, I mean, let's not get it twisted. Or let's get it twisted. It's It's been awesome. I can't... This has been my favorite one since I've really been paying attention. And, you know, uh, I, I just love... I love politics, but I fucking really get charged up for these presidential races. They, they just get me going. Like, the hype, hyperbolic nature on both sides... 
like so fresh back in the day. You would see those Obama drawn as the Antichrist, like Facebook memes. So fucking sweet. And now the same ones are going around with Trump. It's so dope. I can't get enough of it. But anyways, I can't get enough of this recording, so I'm going to end this right here. My name is AJ Hall. I'm 30, so you don't have to be. And this is Every Week I'm 30. Come back for the next episode. And just follow me. Follow this journey as I I float through life as a 30-year-old man becoming 31. Have a great week. Enjoy everything. Love your life. And get out and vote. Peace.